the mic has never done that. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host, Mr. A.D. Walker, the pusher, the grower, the motivator, and the innovative mindset coach. I had no sound there. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Good morning, Keita. Good morning, Mama Corey. Good morning, Miss Cheryl Johnson. I think from California. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys rocking. Make sure you share. Uh, my phone is down. So there's, I got situations going on. So make sure you share. Please do so for me. Greetings, greetings. Uh, so we're going to have a great conversation. Do you have a generational mindset? And to my podcast people that didn't hear me because I was muted and you're like, what is going on? Well, you won't know because I'm going to erase that gap. Um, so there'll be no no question. You won't leave the podcast like there's something wrong with this edition or this broadcast today. Uh, so make sure, again, make sure you share, make sure you tag somebody and let the world know that the Brothers of Legacy is on, are on, and we're on. Um, I've had a, an amazing week or weekend. <laughs> had a, uh, went to the fair. Uh, you know, you realized you're getting older. You don't enjoy things as much. And man, it's are things just so expensive, <laughs> especially fairs and amusement <laughs> parks. Man, but um, had a good time. You know, had one goal in mind of going to the fair personally was to get me a turkey leg. And I accomplished that. Delicious. Delicious. Anyway, I uh, appreciate you guys being here, rocking with us. Uh, like I said, do you have a generational mindset? What is your headspace when it comes to the next generation? Um, you know, the questions I ask, how are you raising? What are you leaving? Um, and are, are your plans and goals set to help the next generation or just to help you right now? Now, get it. Some things you plan are going to help you. Um, <laughs> some things are gonna plan, you plan are going to help you as well as the next generation. Keita said, oh, man, I missed that. <laughs> Is it, that's, that's just like the only thing I look forward to with these uh, these fairs. Just getting me a turkey leg because you just can't get the turkey leg. Um, and if you want to know my fascination, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, so today I'm talking about do you have a generational mindset? It may just be me today. So you guys will have to talk to me today. You know, give me some input. Let me know what you think as we go through this. And like I said, share, tag somebody. Um, if you've not already gone to the Facebook page, make sure you go to the Facebook page and you invite all of your friends. Mama McCory, all of your friends, every one of them, all of them, all of them, all of them. Uh, and let them all know that the brothers are on and we are here to change our community one conversation at a time one conversation at a time um because these are the conversations we need to have um surrounding our communities because we want our communities to begin to thrive um and not just survive right and so i'm, I'm on a, on my um my stump right now we gotta have them thrive not just survive um so make sure you are Having these conversations. Hey, sports car lady. Hey, Cheryl. Great morning to you. So, yeah, definitely 
we're going to get into this conversation. Um, so this is, you know, it's not just a money thing. Um, it's, you know, it's a work thing. It's a uh, mental processing thing. <laughs> Teaching your kids to schedule. You know, we talked about that last week. And I, and I, it's so funny. I've really been thinking like, we really need to teach our kids to schedule. <laughs> like, you, you know, because the number one thing that we are taught, we, we grow up learning in our community is like having your own business, getting control of your time, you know, being able to have the freedom. But, you know, with with a vast level of freedom comes a certain level, a lot of responsibility. And if, you know, the number one thing with freedom um, is having control of your schedule. And, you know, when we say control, it's like, are you scheduling the things that are important? Are you scheduling things in your life? Or are you just freestyling every single day? You know, all right. So let's dig into that. My brother from another mother has just stepped in the building. We're going to kick off this intro and we're going to get started with this conversation. This convo. Someone says convo is not a word. I disagree. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> Smack it. this morning. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Blessings to everybody. Yes, indeed. Rich, it should catch up because it, it was no sound in the beginning because when you turn it on, you'll get the beginning part. So right now you should be able to hear me. I didn't realize my little thing switched to somewhere. It's never, never switched before. I'll just make things <laughs> interesting. So no one can hear me for the last for like two minutes. I was just chatting away. Um, but yeah, so today we are talking about past generations, <laughs> past championships. <laughs> Having a generational mindset, passing on good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> No longer let's get rid of the generational cusses. <laughs> no. Um, so we're talking about do you have a generational mindset? And my temperature is like up and down. Like I was hot, cold when I came in here. Now I'm hot. All right. So <laughs> excuse me. So, like I said, today we're talking about uh having a generational mindset. Uh, make sure you share, make sure you tag, and let everybody know that the brothers are in the building. Um, yeah. All right. So today, like I said, we're talking about, do you have a generational mindset? And what I mean by that, you know, are the things that you do, the things that you say, and, you know, what's, what are you leaving your next generation, um, <laughs> other than cash? Cause everyone, you know, they want to have that life insurance. want to make sure they got cash. Cause generally life insurance is designed to leave your family money based on the work that you've been doing. Like, so if you lived the next 20, 30 years, that's the amount of money you should be leaving your family. <laughs> that's that's the idea behind life insurance. You know, I've heard life insurance is not to come up 
you know, and I get it as a, you know, sometimes you want to leave a lot more, you know, you want to pass, you want to leave your family 8.5 million. I get it. I get it. Um, but, you know, the goal of life insurance is, of course, to enough to bury you to cover <laughs> debts. And yeah, not enough for them to put a countdown, an internal countdown for your death. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because right. I, I think like, you know, if someone's like, I just did a life insurance for 8.5. Woo, that changed everybody's life. How you feeling today? <laughs> you know, like, because, you know, I love you, but 8.5 would be nice. <laughs> it's one way to guarantee that folks will take care of you as you get older. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Keep that in mind because, you know, money kind of can change some things. The, the the thought of a big windfall can change some folks around you. Um, and, I, and I know that's harsh and it's hard to imagine. But I've I've seen it, you know, when, when folks pass, what I get, what I get, <laughs> what he leave me, what she leave me, you know. Oh, uh, and we just <laughs> we have money. Money changes some things. So we're talking about the generational mindset of, of preparing your family for the next level, for the next generation. You know, what what are you leaving, you know, mentally? Um, what kind of work are you leaving? You know, and that work has been kind of on my mind as well. Like not we have the Brothers Legacy, not just an organization, um, but the mindset of even if you're leaving uh, money or land or property, um, they have the mindset to know what to do with it. You know, they have the mindset to to not go for the big sale, but go with it so it generationally can provide an income. You know, like a st- <laughs> rather steady stream instead of right now. I know properties are super high. I can get eight point five for it, or <laughs> I can use it to produce an income. You know, that just brings in steady revenue. Um, so it's 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 teaching the words the steady race instead of the windfalls because you know once you sell that's it you got cash but now you got to live somewhere and you know now you're burning through you're burning through um so that's kind of what I want to dig into today and it's funny you know saying leaving such a huge amount of a life insurance can change the mindset of those that are around you um I, I saw somebody put a post up one time. She said, should I do a, what she said, a 500,000 that I pay for or like a million plus and I have my kids pay for? Hmm. I'm like, you know, and, and I, at first I actually thought I was like, I don't know, would you? But then I'm but saying it now, you know, with the mindset of every month I'm paying for something waiting for you to die because that's what waiting for you to die. Every time I get this bill, especially if it's if I'm paying like five hundred dollars a month, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's not five dollars a month. I'm not really thinking about it. It's just automatic or fifty dollars just automatically. I'm not even thinking about. It. But active five hundred dollars a month, I'm like, you know, either I'm thinking, man, it's too much, or man, I can't wait <laughs> to get this money. You know, like yeah, what, what's the you know? Good morning, Aunt Sam. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all looking real good on a, on this blessed day. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, feeling good, too. Feeling good. It's a better week. A better week. It's a healing week. Uh, so, um, 
So, Pastor, what do you think about like you know the the generational mindset as far as uh, the financial, the the material, um, <coughs> the mental legacy that you're leaving? Um, what is what is your what is your thought process in it? I, you know, I think that you know for for me, it's it's always a question of at one point, at what point in your life does your mind change from right me to generation right right because right. It, it's all about your upbringing it's all about the culture in which right. you were brought up in are you brought up in a culture that thinks about the future or are you brought up are you brought up in a culture that thinks about your own survival right you know a lot That's of us right here just living to survive yeah you know definitely uh or we're surviving to live right you know? so it's it's really about the mindset that you have because certain people don't even understand what a generational mindset is, right? You know, right. because I, I limit that to the generation to, to my own personal existence, the timeline right. that I'm in, right? Right, me yeah. and mine, yeah, not yeah. about what's coming behind me, right? You know, and that's the thing that I, I think we we have to really deal with. You know, at what point do you start thinking about who's coming after you? Yeah, you know, um, because I feel like you know, it, life changed for me when I had children, right? Yeah. When I when I brought a child into this world, I'm like, oh, okay. Now everything that I do has an impact on this new life. Yes. You know, but then you have to go from everything that I do has an impact on this new life. Right. To, you know, the things that I need to do. Right. And how they impact this new life. Right. You know, because it's no longer about you and I found out you're like you know you I have this old saying that the best things that'll ever be said about me will probably be said after I'm gone right because it it will be a result of the impact not what I did for you but what I left how I impacted you Ooh, okay right uh so a lot of you know and so you know it's this whole thing you know everybody wants to be famous but how many want to be impactful right so so thinking about a generational mindset is thinking about a mindset of of impact you know how am i impacting because you can leave an insurance policy that like you said is cash right right right? or you can leave a plan right where you'll never be hungry or you'll never be without definitely you know uh and i think it's important to have a combination you said something earlier you know if if something happened to me today you know you want to make sure that my family can continue in the lifestyle right that uh that i have provided for them yeah you know, that I'm providing for them now. Good morning, right. Sister Keita. Uh, good morning, Sister Baker. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Mom. Morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you know, you really have to, to, to think about the value that you put in your investments. What, you know, what right. am I investing in? How much am I investing in this area, that area? Is it information or is it in stuff? Right. Now I got right. a fancy house. I got a yeah. nice car. Right. You know, or you know, versus my house is paid for. Right. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And so yeah. there's so much to it, man. Yeah. You know, but I'm just I'm trying to, to say a, a lot of different things to get people thinking about it. Right. You know, uh, what is a generational mindset? I want to make sure that, you know, those coming after me are an extension of my presence, an extension of my spirit right. as I have been in the earth. Right. You know, show some signs yeah. that, that you've been connected to me. But first, I have to live right. a life worthy right. of that, 
you know yeah that that right there yeah it it definitely matters (laughs) the the worthiness (laughs) to be connected is is such a funny thing i was going to um south carolina state and uh one of my cousins she was saying um two generational two generations three generations she said you're um one of your i guess like a cousin or something was the president of the school south carolina state so i was like oh snap she was like yeah but don't ever say that <laughs> don't ever tell anybody i was like what because he went down with corruption i was like that sucks <laughs> like that sucks <laughs> like wow. i can't yeah i was like i can't can't ever mention that that sucks <laughs> you know and so I, I when you said that i was like as much as you want to be connected to to greatness it's like you don't want to be connected to that dude that just you know has had a height but is more known like you know the the offsprings of oj simpson you know like yeah. the greatest football player but <laughs> you know like, and yeah. you know who your great 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 uncle is oh right. snap, is he <laughs> Right. You need to Google the whole story before you shout out. <laughs> yeah. Connected to, them. Yeah. you know, like, you know, and it's like, it, it's, it's great. Even just even like we talk about our kid, like it's, it's great. Oh my goodness. You, you know, but then you're connected to the whole story. So it's, it, yeah. And so that generational mindset, like the actions that you take, though, you know, unfortunate and, and you know oj and r kelly the, are the extremes but though maybe fulfilling or quick dollar quick something you know can impact the rest of your generation like they can't you know your name means something you know like yeah. i would love i don't i don't want people to ride like my children to ride on the coattail of my name but to be able to say oh that's that's one of ad kids you know to yeah. at least get a shot because they've been connected to me like yeah. oh, if you anything like your dad, oh man, let's let's talk. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I would absolutely love that. You know, my kids call or you know, grand great 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 grands and just like oh yeah, you're part of that that Walker clan. Yeah, come, you know, I would I would that's you know if anything generationally to leave a good name. What does the Bible say about leaving a good reputation? And a good a name good is rather to be chosen than great riches. Yeah. Boom. We can close the yeah. show on that. Because yeah. <laughs> if any anything, your your good name means more than any possession. Because yeah. it's, it's as much <laughs> as I can leave you, <laughs> I'm throwing that number eight point five to you. You could have the opportunity to just make it from your name alone. You know, like they, you'll get a better shot because of your connections. You know, well, talk to any talk to any professional athlete or any person that has won the lottery. You, know, right. you win 10 million 10 years later, you know, the average, they say that 10 years after a person wins a lottery, typically they're broke again. Wow. The number of professional athletes that earned, you know, 50, 40, right, right now, right now, right. 18 former NBA players. Oh, I'm, I'm right. Heard. Oh, man. Have been caught up yes. in this healthcare scam. Right. Where they've been robbing, essentially robbing the benefits association for the NBA of right. healthcare, filing, you know, right. improper claims. Right. Glenn Big Baby Davis is part of this. Tony Allen, a lot of these guys. And you're talking about guys who've made 40, 50, 60 million dollars. Right. And now right. you're having to scam to make right. money. Right. Right. So I can leave you eight million, 
But what good is eight million without a plan? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. And I think that's the part that we miss out, you know, because we always, you know, and we even I say some in my community I have as well, you know, admired, you know, you, you watch the other other people that don't look like us, you know, get land and get stuff. But we don't look at the mindset or the plan that was left for them to maintain yeah. and why, you know, like I, I do lift. I pick the guy up and he has land from four generations ago, you know, and and it's like, oh, wow. You know, but he probably was left with a plan like, don't you ever sell? You know, if you need equity, use the equity, pay the loan, you know, but don't lose this space, you know, um, and, and you're left with a plan. And like I, we talked earlier, like why, you know, don't sell, but hold and try to invest and use, leave it in this family because we know land and property generally goes up. We had a moment <laughs> in 06, but for the most part, uh, you know, land and property goes up. It goes up. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that generational mindset and and thinking about like you said with the the NBA players like their names are great you know people connected their families coming like oh I'm related to but now it's like yeah I'm related to <laughs> you know like you know <laughs> if you had records yeah you know it's like yeah that's that's my uncle but yeah right. that yeah that did happen yeah right you know right. but hey like, he was good he was good right. on the court you know right. you know but a I, month but ago like, you like, me, it, it like that kind of stuff yeah shouldn't and it won't resonate it it doesn't impact me because i you know i'm not that person right right and so the question really is what is what is my responsibility to my family what is my responsibility right. to my community what is my responsibility right. to my church and all of that aligns with you know your covenant with god right Right. right. You know, when 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 you go into covenant with God, when you have a relationship with Christ, you know, th there are there are expectations like you have expectations of God to be your provider. God has expectations of you to be a good steward of that which I have provided you with. Right. 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 And, and that's how that's the kind of my, that's a generational mindset. Right. You know, everything has to be about covenant, covenant agreement. You know, as as a father, I am a provider for my family. Uh, and and for my family to be recipients of those provisions, you know, I have expectations that you're going to do right by it. Right. You know, right. And, and not only do right by it, but make sure that you are paying attention to the process, paying attention to the stewardship. Yes. Right. Because yes. I can leave you property. Right. But then you lose the property because you didn't pay it. You know, you. Yeah. You paid the mortgage, right. but you forgot property taxes. Right. Right. You understand? And so there's so many. And I, the Bible says it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. So when you talk about having a generation of mindset, you know, it's it's not. And let's let's be clear. It's not just about financial resources. It's right. not just about stuff. Right. There's there's a there's a there's a responsibility and accountability for healthy living. Yes. Healthy lifestyle. Yes. You know, a, a lot of us have obesity that runs in our families. You know, my mama was big, so I'm big. My daddy was big, so I'm big. And there was never a shift in the mindset, right. you know. And, right. and so at some point, Good. someone has to begin to care about yeah. longevity yes. in life and, and teaching good habits to the next generation. 
You know, I'm not saying everybody's got to run out there and, and, and you know, run the, the, the 5K every. I'm just saying that right. we have to start thinking. And I'm saying I'm guilty of this because, I, you know, like how many how often am I faithful going to the doctor? No, I make sure my children are. I, I live that do as I say and not as I do kind of thing. Right. <laughs> right. But then right. you have to think about it. Yeah. They're doing it because you said it. Yes. So if you're if you stop saying it, will they stop doing it? Mm. You so you have to recognize that there's something that I have to be living in right. front of my family for it. To, there, it has to be a cultural thing right. in order for them to adapt for in order for them to continue this thing on. You right. got to get to the point to where it's uncomfortable for them to do anything otherwise. Right. 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 I, right. I, I want I make sure my children pray enough to where if they don't pray, they feel odd. Right. You, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so that and those so those are generational mindsets that we have to have. So let's let's not confuse it. Let's not limit it to, you know, uh, assets, right. physical assets, yeah. financial assets. But let's think about the mental and the psychological, the emotional. Right. You know, I want to make sure that that my children are healthy minded right. as they grow up. Yes. Because you're only as good as the, 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 the mindset that you have. Right. Right. And so yeah. if from, from a generational standpoint, I want to make sure that I try to provide as much of a wholesome and nurturing environment for my children right. so that when they grow up and they have children, yes, they recognize how important it is to have that nurturing and, and uh, a healthy, wholesome environment so that people can grow in a healthy manner. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think that, um, that having the, the right mentality that, because I think, I feel like, you know, going into our generation of raising children, um, you know, there's always um, I want to teach more like for my household. And, you know, like I know in yours, you grew up, you you were fortunate to grow up where you can kind of express yourself, whereas my household wasn't so expressive. So I try to give my children the leeway to them to express themselves, to kind of change the direction of the kids just being like I said, being seen, but not heard. Um, but given voice, because, uh, it's funny. I talked to, uh, my pastor, my old pastor from New York, and he was saying about his, his son, his son is, you know, older, like, what is he now? 22 or something like that. And he was, they were driving around and driving past some park and the son didn't even want to look over there because he remembers some stuff that happened. Yeah, like it just traumatized, and he and you know, dad didn't even know about it. And it's like, you know, you know, having these conversations instead of sweeping it under the rug, because I was like, that's been a generational issue as well, not discussing the pain points. And then, because I get it as an adult, as a as a father, you know, you don't want to hear the spots where you really drop the ball. You know, like I was there, like I was right there, I was right in the other room. How did this happen? You know. And I and and I can't like I can't imagine you know what that feels like, but it it happens you know. So, but be, having the courage to have those discussions, so that pain doesn't carry over into their relationships, because that's what happens. This stuff carries over because they don't get a chance to express it, discuss it, so they stuff it down right. and it comes out in other ways. Right. You know, so it's it's, it's so fast. I'm glad you kind of segued into that. It's not just about financial assets. It's not just about things. Um, it's also about that emotional stability. It's also about, you know, how are we leaving our kids in their emotional state? So then 
when when my children have kids, you know, they're they they move up a notch, you know, and yeah. they have the discussions and conversations, and we begin to stop doing the you know what happens in this house stays in this house, you know, yeah. when, <laughs> when there's a mental shift or an issue, we go get uh, professional help or we have the conversations, you know, let's discuss but this I, thing, let's get it out. Go ahead. So so let's deal with that right there, right? Because we, we are talking about, and, and, I, and Sam, I didn't, we didn't see your statement. You said, I hope my statement is not too long. I didn't see your statement. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, Miss Baker, that you're absolutely right. That's the point. You know, you get up, like, I, there's no way that I can leave my room <laughs> with an it. unmade bed. I right. don't know how to do that. Right. I can't do it. Right. Um, because I've been doing it for so long, so consistently that, I, I can't and 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 in my house, the last thing you want to do is is have an unmade bed and it's noon. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, uh, Sam, we didn't see your statement, so we don't know how. Um, yeah, go ahead, put it up again. Or yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. It may, it may have been long and it blocked it. It didn't let you send it, so you might have to break it up. Uh, yeah, YouTube might be a little different. <laughs> But go ahead, Pastor. So, no, I was just thinking, I, I keep thinking about this thing, right? I keep thinking about this this conversation about generational mindset. Um, and I wanted to go down a, uh, another path uh, because the, the the temporary mindset, you know, you, you, you said something about uh, what happens in this house stays in this house. I would I would dare say that even when you go get help, it's still in the house right? because the only people that are engaged with the external resource are the people who are impacted by whatever the issue is. Right. Right. And so we have to stop thinking that because we go for an external resource, we go out to get help that we have lost the sanctity of keeping it in the house. Yes, indeed. Right. We think that the minute you call help or call the pastor or call a counselor, You've released it out of the house. No, it's still in the house. Right. Right. Uh, when it gets released from the house in a negative way, that's when you're gossiping, when you're running your mouth. That's the thing. And so we got to realize that when we reach out for external resources to assist us in a, in a challenging situation, something that's beyond our ability to manage ourselves. Right. That's not letting it out of the house. Right. I got you. Yes. Indeed. Right. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. And that and that's that temporary mindset. You're concerned about somebody being in your business, baby. You need what what like how how good is your business if your house is failing? Right. 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 Yep. I mean, what what good is it? You know, because at some point people are going to find out. I've, I've realized that uh, if my family is successful. God gets the glory. Right. right. If my family fails, I get the blame. <laughs> right. right right that's true so why don't i just stay christ-centered through it all right right and and remain healthy because it it, ha- it cannot be about my temper i can't be concerned about you know the my my pride being impacted because something is beyond my control yeah. there are things that are going to happen that are beyond your control and the only way for you for your family for the next generation to survive is that they learn through your example that you can't control everything. Yes. You're right. And it's okay to get help. Yep. 
The quickest way to, to cut off the next generation is to make them think that you can handle it all. Right. That's true. That is true. It is. It is. Uh, oh, there she go. Uh, yeah, indeed. Um, so, yeah, we have to be able to, you know, and and it's so funny that you said uh, it's the, the showing as well, teaching the habits, um, you know, through actions as well. Like you're saying with the doctor, you know, you can only tell them, but so much soon they're going to watch your habits and they're going to mimic your ways. Um, and I and I think that that action, actionable steps, you know, becoming get it. And that's a generational mindset. Like, OK. We all need to, to to get out of this. This we're trying to lose the weight, or we're trying to eat better and do stuff. So I gotta I gotta lead the way. <laughs> I gotta show them what it looks like because it's one thing to to tell somebody this. Hey, this is how you live right. <laughs> it's another thing to show them because it's it's challenging because they're watching you and they don't know how that looks. They have no idea what the daily habits it takes to really live like that. So, yeah, you know, it's it's living it out in front of your children and it creates a generational pattern where, you know, they have kids. They'll do the same thing because, like you said, they get up, they'll make the bed. You know, they get up, they'll clean certain things. It's it's a mindset, whereas we just wow, 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 yelling, 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 do this, do this, do this, do this. But you're not showing the habits. And I had to kind of check myself on certain things. I'm like, well, you're not really showing them the habits. They they listen they hear what you say but they don't see what you say you know so we have to get into that seeing that habitual um and <laughs> you know and the excuses that you're making the same ones they're making in their heads so we gotta if we really want to start changing certain things in our household you know we have to lead the way in it and yeah. i know like and like you're solidified in your habit because either you didn't see it or you didn't pay attention to it or you didn't listen or you just kind of broke broke ranks because i'm not gonna put it all on my parents <laughs> i know i broke ranks right. on certain things oh um, right. so it's just following those 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 things that you see and so if you want your children to do certain things they got to see it in you as well the prayer yeah. the, the the worship and the the reading the scriptures like what does that look like you know what is and, and, and not only like that, that but it has to be you have to make it attractive yeah Exactly. You understand? Like, yeah. like one thing that I've learned, you know, being in ministry and with my family, with my children, they're not going to do it just because you do it. Right. Or, or they right. will because you told them to. <laughs> right. But they're not right. getting anything out of it. Yeah. Right. Definitely. But I, I, I'm like, I found out that people in ministry, a lot of times your children don't follow you in the church, in the ministry, because you're not testifying at home. You save all your testimonies for the church. Right. You put it on display at the church. Right. But do your children know how good God is? Right. At home. Like right. if, if you want a generation of people that that are glad to be in the service, you know, we've seen I'm glad to be in the service. <laughs> you know, one more time. We, right. You know, we sing that song, but not everybody's singing the song and clapping their hands are glad to be in the service. They, they're going through the motion. You know, and and what I'm what I'm learning is is at when you're at home, right? Your children need to see just how good God is at home. Mental illness is an area where we have been taught it's a sign of weakness to seek 
external help, right. yet we encourage family to seek, seek a medical doctor. doctor. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Yes. You yep. need a garbage man to pick your garbage up from outside your house right. every week. Right. Right. right? Yep. And and so if you have mental anguish, apps that at that look, Sister Baker, you you, you <laughs> preaching this morning. You preach right. it. Right. You know. Um, but but what I'm saying is you you have to make these things attractive, right. make them inviting to the next generation right. so that it's not a task. It's right. an experience. Right. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. money yeah. management, resource management has to be an experience. You know, you have to be careful how you approach what you have to do at home. Right. You know, if you're at home, I got to pay these bills. Right. Your children will grow up. Will grow. I'm like, oh, thank God I was able to get this taken care of. We got lights. Right. You know, Just, you know what I mean? I'm like the yeah. ability, like you frustrated because you got to go grocery shopping. If I don't go grocery shopping, we don't eat properly. Right. right. And, you know, so I got it. Ooh, you guys, my mom used to pack us up and it, it was so exciting to go grocery shopping because uh, we didn't have a car. Ah, uh, okay. right. Okay. So it was always a journey. It was You're right. Journey. Right, right, right. Right. We load right. up in the taxi cab and, and, right. and we would get the little taxi cab, the, uh, the, the, the checker cab where they had the little seats that lifted up out of the floor and, and unfolded. Right. Okay. You know, okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I used to call those DC cabs because I saw the movie DC <laughs> cab back in the eighties, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and I'll never forget one day I ordered, I, my mom said, call a taxi so we can go to the store. I'm like, Hey, can you send us one of those DC cabs? And the dispatch was like, you've been watching too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, it was, it was an experience. Right. Right. And, and that's where you, we learned never go to the store hungry. Right, right, right. Because right. you go to the store hungry, you grabbing everything, you know, yeah, and that exactly. frustrates parents. And so, yes. like generational stuff, that's a great generational lesson teaching your children, you know, to you know, feed your children before you go to the store because right. they're less likely to grab everything. They'll grab. They, it doesn't mean they'll stop grabbing no, stuff, but they'll they grab fewer things, fewer things right. if they're not hungry when they go to the store. It's right. little things like that. Right. Uh, and, and then you make it exciting. Hey, we're going to put sit down and put the list together. Do you remember? Like I, I tell my daughters, I remember when washing dishes was a joy and mm. then it became a task. Wow. Right. You used right. to voluntarily get up there and want to wash dishes until you it became your job. Right. Right. That's, that was my daughter. Right. It, it, it's, it's, every daughter. <laughs> it, it's every daughter. It's every daughter. I want to do that. I want to do that. I yeah. Do that too. Right. Because you see, you know, your parent, they, they, they're curious about it. And so right. what has to happen is you have to get them to the point like you never leave them alone at the sink. Mm, OK, you understand when you see a, a, a man and a woman working in a kitchen together, that's somebody who grew up. In a lot of cases with that being fun. Gotcha. You know, I used to get in the kitchen with my mother and it never grew old to me. Right. Right now on the holidays, if she's visiting, she gets in the kitchen with me. Wow. Okay. Right. Okay. Because it was always. I'm not saying it's going to be like that for everything. No. But no, what no. you have I mean, to do is you have I mean, to make it as inviting, right. as attractive as you can, right. so that they grow up with a mindset of I get joy out of this, right. as opposed right. to being just a task. You know, right. and, and, and educational, you know, how important is it to wash dishes? Because you don't want yesterday's food on today's plate. 
Get a sample right? the little yesterday. Yeah, I mean, like we, you like I'm, I'm like, you know, you, you know, you teach them to, you know, rub your hands. Yeah, yeah. On the plate, yeah, the plate. see if you feel anything <laughs> crumbly or anything, you know, right. you know, right. uh, rub your hand and see if it still feels greasy. Easy. Man, yeah. see, ooh, that's a good plate. That's it. You do you doing something? You know, right. it, like make it, it has to become joyful, right? Right to the point to where you have a dishwasher and it's never worked, right? Because you never use it. Because I get more joy out of you. Ever, you know those people who wash the dishes and put them in the dishwasher clean? Right. Yo, oh, oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. It's a dryer. It's a big old dryer. It's a dryer. Right. But, but, you know, like it's, you know, you challenge yourself at the end yes. of the month. You know, make sure you have something left so you can celebrate. Definitely. You know, it's yeah. See, I, I have no issue washing dishes, sister. Yeah, I take pride in it. But everything in the kitchen, I take pride in because I, I want I want someone to come in, wipe their hand across my countertop. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and feel nothing. Right. You know, right. I, I want your stainless steel refrigerator. I want you to come in and see yourself. Right, in the right, refrigerator. Right. I don't want to see those streaks yeah. because you clean the refrigerator with a dirty dish towel. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's uh, a little bit. And, and what I'm saying is that's when you get joy out of it. And right. so you have to get a joy out of solid financial management, get a joy out of your prayer life, you know, uh, testify to your children. If God has been good to you, they'll learn to give God glory in their own lives. Right. I read right. that once. I, I, yeah, like some of this, like they put, uh, if you're praying for something, you know, let your kids know that we're praying for a certain thing and we, we're looking for a, a certain outcome. So when it comes through, they can see, you know, this is what we wanted, you know, or this is what we needed. We asked God, God came through, look at Jesus, you know. So they begin to, he said, the white glove test works for me. Oh no, I could, I could do a little, you can do a little shade of less than white because <laughs> my cleaning is dope, but whew, I don't know how I'll pass that all the time. Oh, but yeah, it's 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 that it's that showing, and that's true. That I I think that's one thing I need to to change in my household because it's been a lot of do this, do this, this what we do, do this, do this, do this. So you know. My kids are becoming the oh, all right. Today's Sunday, all right. right. Today's Monday, okay, right. all right. You know, and I'm creating the monster that I was. You know, like how right. I live my life, and just I watch my parents. Okay, today's Sunday. Okay, today's Monday. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Let's, let's just get through the day. You know, yeah. and what's that song? Living for the weekend. You know, <laughs> living for the weekend. You know, and you're and you're just waiting. You know, for or for a vacation, or you waiting? You know, we don't smile till there's a, a break. <laughs> I, like, listen, I've, I've heard people say, "Ooh, it's Friday." I'm like, right. What does that mean? <laughs> right. Oh, that, oh, that's for the people who only work five days a week. Right. 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 It's Friday. The weekend is here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 I, I mean, it's like it's like Valentine's Day. Right. The amount of money that is made for vendors yes. on Valentine's Day because it's yes. the one time of the year that you actually do something nice for your mate. Right. 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 I'm like, and, and I'm like, I, I don't want Valentine's Day to be the day. Right. I want it to be a day. A day. A day. 
Right. Yeah. But it, because but honestly, if you do something sweet for your name, I don't, I don't even want to go out. It's yeah, the, I, I want to, you know, like the, I want my mate to forget that Valentine's Day. Oh, oh yesterday was Valentine's Day. Oh, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. You're right. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, there shouldn't be a long lit. Like, I don't know what to do for my wife when her birthday comes. Because like the woman has everything. Right. <laughs> Christmas is every day. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and that's, a, you know, we have to have. We have to change our mindsets right. when it comes to these types of things. So that's when you begin to, to, to enjoy the fullness of life. Right. And that is a great generational mindset. Right. Right. And, and, and it's a mindset that will keep you from going broke emotionally, financially, spiritually, mentally, psychologically. It will keep you from growing, from going broke. Uh, and, and I think communication is one of the, the, the most key factors. Oh, oh, there it is. There's the book. Right. <laughs> My mind today than, than past days. One thing I've learned that a generational is shaped by its time and culture. When I think about the times my son was growing up, it's such a different time now to hear him say, now he has a plan to be the man that he needs to be for his children and his wife. Today, families are not as close as they were in time as meaning that working together and caring for one another has truly changed. The mindsets of families has been torn apart. So there. So, <laughs> so there's a lot. So there's yeah. a lot there. Right. Yeah. Um and Sam says my mindset is different today than past days. Right. And And one of the points that I'm trying to make is the question would be why, right? You know, why is it different today? It's different right. today because it means that 25 years ago, you weren't in a generational mindset, right? Because if 25 years ago, you were in a generational mindset, then right. your mindset wouldn't be so different. The situation around you, your environment may have changed, right. but your mindset and how you go about doing things should yes. be consistent with what yep. it was 25 years ago. And yes. that's exactly the point on Sam. You say you think about the times when your son was growing up. I think about the times when I was growing up. The reality is a lot of the stuff that was happened that that happened as a child still happens today. You know, right. reading to your children. That's right. a generational mindset. Right. My mom read to us. So right. we read to our children. I read to my children, you know, those interacting with them, you know, all that that's timeless. Right. Those types of things are timeless. Quality communication, effective communication is timeless. Yeah. But what happens is, oh, wow, I didn't use there were times when I didn't really want to share. I didn't want to talk. And now I think differently. Right. Now you have a better, more impactful mindset. And that's the issue that we have in a lot of our families. And Sam, you said that. uh uh, families are not as close today. You mean your family? Right. Because that's not true for yeah. all families. families. No, you know there, there are families that are that are as tight as families have ever been. Right. You know there are families that are tighter today than they were years ago. Right. You know so uh, it just it's all relative, and so yeah. it forces us to take a closer look at what we're doing and how we're doing, what our mindset is, and how we need to shift our mindset because. I'll tell you, I, you know, I, I love my family. I can't spend as much time with my family as I would like to, but right. that doesn't mean it's not in my heart. Right. But right. what I've learned is as much as I long to do that, not everybody has the same mindset. Right. That's true. You understand? And so we have to live with those things. And so, yeah, see, Sister Baker said her, her family's still close. Sister Baker, you, you Sister Baker now, if, if you've ever Sister <laughs> Baker. Yeah. 
right? So, so we, but, but the blessing is you, you're conscious of it today on Sam. That's the blessing. Being conscious of it is critical because now, you know, I've learned the statement when you know better, you do better. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Oh yeah. That cause it's cause for me, you know, we're real tight. You know, we, we talk way more than I've, you know, I've ever talked in my household when I was a child, you know, me and my brother kind of like working to build something. Not sure what broke us so much, but yeah, it's, you know, my kids are, are tight. They, you know, they fight together. They love each other. You, you know, like they communicate a lot to each other. Um, and our family is tight and we push that, you know, we push being tight. We push having fun and connecting together um, because we, you know, we always, we all we got, you know, like, and we, you know, to, to watch out for each other and to do things like that. So and we're, we're tighter than generational, you know, my fam, like my side of the family is not tight at all. You know, we, they have like the, the, the nuclear family is okay. But as far as, as a full unit, they're not. So I'm, my goal and even my wife, our goal is this, this Walker group right here is going to expand out and continue to be tight, you know, from the grands to the great grands to the, you know, like we're going to have a central spot where we're coming together and dealing with stuff. You know, it's going to be them, them tight, tough moments and we're going to, we're going to barrel through it. So we're going to stick together. My goal is not to have a bunch of secrets. Oh, he said, yes. She said, yes. And I was speaking of every family because there are some families that are tight as wire. On the other hand, when I, I think of parents who allow their children to never read a book, sitting from a computer or whatever technology that is available to them, their closest is not as close as it would be if they would spend time together and make time for each other to share without technology and open conversations. Um, said correction. I wasn't speaking of every family. I was speaking in general. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah, we got you on Sam. I, and and I wasn't saying that to you. I was saying that that could be the mindset of many, but it's a right. relative statement. Right. That's what I mean. It could be for you know an individual's family, but to your point, not to every family. You're absolutely right on Sam. And that whole thing about you know a, a child with technology versus a book. You know, when 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 our children were young, they didn't watch much TV right. while in school. You know, TV came on the weekend. Yeah. For the most you part. know. Yeah. And it was a it was a reward. Right. 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 And and the older they got, the more mature they got, the more liberation they got. Right. But right. what I learned is the more you give them, the more they will take. Right. All right. Uh, and right. then there was the going into the room on a Wednesday night at 10 o'clock and, and seeing the TV on when it's not supposed to be on. Right. 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 It's yeah. it's the it's the giving them the the iPod right. and them learning, you know, because it used to be children. all They all wanted the iPod. Right. They went right. from the iPod to the phone. Right. You know? Right. And and I remember my girls celebrating the iPod at 12 or 13 years old wow. when all their friends already had phones. They were celebrating getting an iPod. <laughs> right. Right. It's the truth. But but what I did was I tried to educate them and I let them know, you know, like if 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 I take you to school. Right. If I bring you home. What do you need a phone for? <laughs> right. Right. Who are you calling? Right. That you can't call using the phone at home. That's where we are right now. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, 
no real need, no function for it. Yeah. There's, there's, Not yeah, it, but I had to explain that. Right. Right. You know, help them understand it. And, and, and then they got a different view. And, and then they started taking a closer look at some of the children that interacted with the school. Mm. You know, some of them had it because it was a fad, but some right. of them had it because they had to hit three different houses before they actually made it home. Right. Right. They needed that connection to their yeah. parents, you know, so yeah. there, there's all. And so, I, you know, my thing is educate. That's why I said communication. Generational mindset includes effective, open, fluid communication. Right. You know, um, uh, so it, anyway, I, I guess. And, and so I, I felt like the more I gave them, the more they took. And right. then it got to the point where I had to pull them back in. Right. Right. When right. you lose that generational mindset or you give too much too soon, right. you have to learn. Uh, that you have to pay. There's a price for that. Right. And, and you have to learn to reel them back in. And it's harder to reel them in once they've had a taste. Yes. You know, Pookie yes. said, he keep calling me, keep calling me, man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, so a generational mindset is, right. is a mindset of mitigation. Right. It, I can't stop things from happening, but I can mitigate the impact of negative things happening by educating my children by, you know, I want to broaden their horizons, but I want to make sure I don't give them too much too soon Definitely. so that, you know, because we, you ever been in a situation where you're having a conversation with another adult and there's a young person in the room who's too young to be a part of the conversation, but they insert themselves into the conversation. Yeah. That's someone who got too much too soon. Right. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. yeah and, and and you can poison a mindset. Yep. Uh Shirley Baker says, Me and my seven siblings and their children are very close despite disagreements. Right. We were raised knowing love is more valuable than monetary things, yet monetary things have their absolutely. 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 Right. Um yes. my my son who passed away. Loved family. He loved his family. And and it was never about the house. Right. It was never about where we lived. My son would live in a trailer as long as he had his family with him. Right? right. It just it just didn't matter. It, he didn't right. care where we were as long as everybody was together. Right. You know, that's what that was what was important. And yeah. and that's what uh Sister Baker's talking about. You have to get into the mindset, get to a place to where it's all about the quality of life right. with your loved ones. Right. You know. Right. It's definitely about that quality. It's about, you know, and I challenge you to, to kind of raise the temperament in your home. And and Pastor says something that that really struck home. And I'm and I'm and I'm mad enough. To admit it, <laughs> it's been like I said, the dredging of of days, you know, of, of certain days and school and things of that nature. You know, it's there's there's always, of course, a seriousness to it, but there's also, especially dealing with your kids, to to make it easier to to do to deal with, you know, because though there are points as an adult, you know, it's the have to. <laughs> it's like, you know, you get if them dishes ain't washed, I who gonna do it. <laughs> You know, if this house ain't swept or clean, we're going to do it. So and at least try to make it where it becomes habitual in your kids in a in a more light, lighter way, as opposed to be so dredging, you know. So because when because <laughs> the kids can get older, become those. I ain't never going to wash dishes again. I'm going to just run this dishwasher every time, you know, because think about things as, a, as an adult that you like, man, I ain't man. They wore me out when I was young doing this particular task i never 
ever want to do this again. You know, I yeah. think mine was like dusting. <laughs> Had so much stuff dusted, just using that pledge and the and the rag, just dusting. Oh, yeah. But I can't wait till I grow up where I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, well, you gonna you gonna live on the streets? Right. Right. What, right. what do you mean? Right. I can't wait till I become eighteen. All right. When you say when you turn 18, you're gonna be like, I can't wait till I'm 21. When you're 21, I can't wait till I'm 25. You're 25, I can't wait till I'm 30. 30. <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's a never but you, but, and that, but that's why you have to, that's why you have to educate young people. Right. Right. I was 30 before I was 30. Wow. wow. Right? Yeah. When I was 28, yeah. I'm like, I'm I look, I, well, I'm I would say I'm right at 30. Right. I'm right, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right you know, I'm there. 33. I'm, I'm right at 35. Right. <laughs> right. Just moving it up. I'm just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you don't always bump it up, you know. Right. And then it's like, you, what's the difference? And so, so the mindset has to be, let me relish in the moment that I have today. Right. You know, a generational mindset is a mindset that says, let me maximize where I am. Right. Right. And stop trying to live in where I am not. Right. Woo! Right. Man, do you hear me? Do you know how much more life would be fulfilling if you could just appreciate and, and you know, live in appreciation for where you are and what you have. Right. You know, while you're thriving. Right. To obtain more. Right. You know, but don't put yourself where you're not. That's not living negatively. That's not uh, sowing a seed of doubt in your mind. The thing is, I am where I am, and I thank God for where I am because where I am is not where I used to be. But I know that I'm going. I'm heading to a better place. Right. You know, we a lot of us get in trouble because we're trying to live what somebody else is living, but we have not experienced what they've experienced and haven't done the work that they've done. Yes. Right. That's yep. the reality. And yes. and so in our in our homes, we have to a generational mindset is a mindset that teaches people to appreciate the value of where you are. Right. One right. of my sisters left home because she refused to wash dishes. Two years later, she was married and realized. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you don't stop eating. Right. You know, paper plates. Yeah, but you know, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, my wife, I, I, I don't, I have no problem eating off paper plates, right. none whatsoever. But my wife will give me a plate, right? She's, a, you know, because she says I got to remind you that you're a king, right? She's not telling me that I have forgotten that I was a king. She's right. validating to me, yep. who I am to her. Yes, right. Yep, yep. that's real. And and yep. so and, and my thing is, I use paper plates. All my house is never without paper plates, but I appreciate the fact that this woman will go in the kitchen and intentionally put something on a glass plate. Yes. And give it to me. Yes. Right. Uh, Because it speaks volumes, not about who I am, but how she sees me. Yes. And so when we talk about a generational mindset, let me get into this. How you see your children. Right. Uh, do you see them as ooh these doggone kids? These doggone kids. Who Lord they get on my nerves, you know? Or do you see them as the future right. success of your family? Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. 
I've we have to remind, and I'm saying I, I don't, I haven't perfected this. This, you know, this, this, everything that I'm saying is chewed up already, right? I'm, I'm, right. I'm saying that we have to remind ourselves that we brought these children into the world. So if they're clowning, check the makeup on your face. <laughs> your children are clowning, but you have the red nose. Right. 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 Uh, so right. go the head. So goes the body. Body. You yes. know. Uh, and so we and so again, a couple of things. See the future of your children right. that will help you determine how you how you deal with them today. If right. you see them in the future. Yes. Right. If you're reckless with them today, they have a reckless future. Right. That's reality. Just like if you're reckless with your money today, you'll have a reckless financial future right. or you won't have a future. You know, yes. so generational mindset is let me make sure that everything I'm doing today is going to bless me in five years. Right. Yep. Whatever I'm putting into my child today is going to be a blessing in 25 years. Right. That's you know, good. that's good. And that's and, a generational and, mindset. And and it's um like mentioning both hands. It's it's the work and the knowledge, yet it's the, the fun and the intrigue for them to stay on track. <laughs> so we have to have to balance the two. You know, that's that's the one thing. You got to balance the two. And that that that's really like what I'm thinking about now, like just balancing the two between the 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 work and the fun, you know, and sometimes making the work fun makes it easier and it, it can trigger. They'll they'll do more things if they feel like they're getting a reward out of it. You know, it's that reward, like certain things that you do like like this. I love doing this. They're, they're more like this morning, though, was rough getting up, <laughs> but the reward of of sharing and being here, you know, it's, it's that reward, that, that, that reward of the work. Um, so I, I am, and, and I'm incredibly thankful, uh, for my kids. Love them. Their moments, their moments. <laughs> He's sag on kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love my children. Lord. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> All right. And we're going to get out of here, but I want, before I want to, I'm going to leave y'all with some homework. Everyone that's listening, I want you to go <laughs> look up the definition of kid. I need you to go look up the <laughs> definition of kid. And and uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't use that word anymore. I mean, it's it's not derogatory. Don't worry. But it's it's a little rough. You're like, oh, is that what I've been yeah. calling child? But maybe yeah. they are. <laughs> maybe they are. But um, look it up. Um, and we'll 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 reconvene tomorrow. Same time, same place. So we look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you guys for rocking. All my podcast people, thanks for rocking to the end. Uh, make sure you share. Make sure you tag. Let everybody know that the brothers are in the building. We'll be here tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you know you know how we do. So like I said, uh, make sure you share. We got, we're going to continue in this conversation. I always like to take it up a notch and uh, we'll, we'll further this conversation. Uh, but I appreciate you guys being here. You could be anywhere, but you're rocking with us. And I love I love the interaction. I love you guys coming through. I don't take you guys for granted. So I appreciate you. Just share with your friends. If you get if you're part of the text community and if you're not, make sure you text uh, uh, LW into 84576. I promise you, I don't text you too much. I do text you in the morning around nine ish. I make sure I don't text too early. I text right at the time of the broadcast. Yep, I didn't. Well, unless you're in California, kind of early, but. Just join it anyway. Join our text community LWN to eight four five seven six, and you never miss what the brothers are doing, 
um, what the Legacy Walker Network is a part of and the different programs and broadcasts that we're having. All right. If all hearts and minds are clear, we appreciate you guys for being here. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same channel. Pastor, you want to share something before we leave? No, love, love the interaction from you, Sister Baker. Appreciate yes. you. Yes, Sister Baker, appreciate you. Unsam, appreciate you. Yes. You guys that are interacting and, and throwing some comments up, I appreciate it. And listen, if you're just chilling in the back watching, I appreciate you as well. Yeah, yeah we do. Up. Absolutely. <laughs> We're not, we're, not, we're not leaving you out. We just yeah, right. appreciate you. <laughs> Definitely. I know Good you words. might be working or doing something, and you might have it loud somewhere, letting other people hear right. what's going on. I appreciate that as well. All right. I know my so, mom does. She's in the kitchen. She's always always got us on the speaker. Yes. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys. We look forward to seeing you guys. Same time. Same channel. Be safe. Keep wearing a mask. Six feet. You know what to do. This is how we do. This is life. All right. Take care. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Make sure you sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show. 